Okay, let's get this show on the road um, while I still have the energy to do it. Uh, I'm the Midnight Skeptic. Hello, everybody. I'm here again, and I'm going to keep doing this until I get it right. First off, here's my play-in music. You are listening to KPCALP, Petaluma, California, at 103.3 FM, and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. And this is the Midnight Skeptic. The views of the Midnight Skeptic are not, repeat, not necessarily the views of KPCA or any of its affiliates. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is Tuesday, August 23rd. It's about 4.30 in the afternoon. This is uh, sort of the normal time uh, for me um, doing this uh, recording that's going to be sent in this afternoon to uh, KPCA's um, computer, which will store it and uh, until it gets uh, sent out to the airwaves on the Sunday the 28th at the usual time, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, which would be midnight back on the East Coast. And uh, this is show number 83. And uh, like the intro said, uh, the views of the Midnight Skeptic are not, not necessarily the views of Petaluma Community Access or any of its uh, radio and television affiliates or any of the people that work down there at the studios in uh, downtown Petaluma on um, Keller Street. Okay, but uh, my views, being as how my views are the right views, uh, damn well should be everybody. Not just people that work at KPCA, but worldwide. They should be their views because I... The Midnight Skeptic am proudly woke, W-O-K-E. Okay, uh, real quick shout-outs, uh, anchor.fm slash Spotify, where I'm heard worldwide. worldwide. Um, in the UK, Australia, New Zealand, and I just got word that I have a fan in Russia that listens to me now and then. Uh, and uh, Ireland, Germany, and a couple in Canada. I didn't know I had anybody listening in Canada, but eh, they're there. All right. Locally, Nariman, Tom and Nancy, up in Sacramento, Dave and Rosita Takach, and then Mickey Huff. Uh, please, my listeners, go to projectcensored.org for the uh, weekly newsletter. Uh, of news that didn't make the news. And uh, if you're in a bookstore, look for Project Censored 2022. It's just chock-a-block full of things that you never knew were going on in the world. Okay, news that didn't make the news. That's their byline. 
Okay. Uh, Sebastopol, Rich and Kathy Berger, Katati, Kevin and Lori, Keith and Cody, locally, Petaluma here, uh, down in SF, San Francisco, Ivan Santos, Pacifica, Stan and Kathy, and then uh, an occasional listener, Susan Miller, the lefty of lefties down there in Pacifica. And Tiburon, Dennis, and Megan, L.A., Jackie, and Wayne, and then their two daughters, Samantha and uh, Melanie. I think Melanie's still back in Kentucky. Anyway, she listens occasionally. Um, uh, the Sonora Crowd, Bob and Sandy Fisher, Kathy Francis, Daryl Larson, Judy May, Leonidas Maciel, and then all the way down to Mexico City, an ex-Sonoraite. Rosamalia Lopez Negrete, over to Arizona, my brother Brandon and his wife Mina and their daughter Andrea, who is my niece. She's a nurse down there and uh, married to Tim, and they have three little terrorists. Their description, not mine, although I can call them that now because they call them that. Okay. Over to Florida, uh, Amelia Beamer, Nelson and Alice Lydell over in the Sarasota area, and then Dave Rubin in the Raleigh-Durham area, Long Island, Gerilyn Goldfinger, and then uh, a new potential listener locally. I think she actually lives in Santa Rosa, an author, uh, Rebecca Rosenberg. I met her uh, last weekend, so uh, anyway. Um, if I gave her my card, which has the Midnight Skeptic on it, and uh, the times that I'm that, that my show comes on. So if you're listening, Rebecca, hey there, nice meeting you. Okay, please, listeners, uh, subscribe to the Morning Heresy, uh, the Morning, and then capital H E R E S Y. It's uh, published by the uh, CFI, uh, Center for Inquiry. Uh, they're back in uh, New York, and it's a organization of skeptics, professional skeptics. And uh, um, Paul Fidalgo is the guy that gathers up all of these bits of good news, or in some cases, bad news, uh, that are of interest. Uh, it's a he calls it a digest of news and links relevant to the secular and skeptic communities. Okay, for instance, okay, uh, I was looking through his latest one, and uh, the children's health defense has been suspended from Facebook and Instagram. Uh, for spreading COVID-19 misinformation. Um, the Children's uh, Health Defense is that uh, pseudoscientific organization headed by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And uh, R.F. Kennedy Jr. is one of the 12 people identified as uh, spreading 65% of COVID misinformation around uh, the internet. Uh, I'm not sure who compiles this, but uh, this was also in the morning heresy. So I, they're more believable than uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is. Okay, good news, good news, good news. Um, 
diversity uh, oh excuse me let me start over good news D diversify our narrative and that's a student-led initiative formed in june of 2020 by two stanford students that targets school boards to expand curriculum with diverse and anti-racist texts and their original target was uh, high school english classes literature and uh, they've since expanded to the um, math science engineering stem classes but uh, their main focus is literature okay Whew. bad desantis news and you know who i mean it's that stupid maga head governor of florida okay house bill seven i think i mentioned this on last week's show it's called the you know they call it the the republican maga heads call it individual freedom bill but what it really is is the stop woke act and you know other republicans refer to it as that as well uh, what it does, it bans teachers from teaching racially focused subject matter because it could make students or educators, here's a quote from the bill, feel guilt, anguish, or other forms of psychological distress. Mm. Um, this country had... Um, slavery for a long time until the Civil War. Oh man, do I feel psychological distress realizing that. Oh, uh, my country, the most perfect one in the world, used to have slaves. Oh, oh geez, I feel uncomfortable. Oh man, and I feel guilt. Oh geez, come on Ron DeSantis save our kids from feeling anything bad about studying history. Oh. Uh, okay, let me start this over. Okay, uh, there's another quote from the bill that I neglected to uh, mention. Okay, uh, uh, bans from teaching racially focused subject matter because it could make students or educators feel guilt, anguish, or other forms of psychological distress based on their race, color, sex, or national origin. Uh, they've already passed the Don't Say Gay Bill, and of course it doesn't say that. It says parental rights in education or some sort of BS like that. Um, MAGA politicians mislabel their bills and laws to deceive the public. And unfortunately, uh, most MAGA heads are easily deceived. Hmm. Okay, uh, so uh, on uh, June 29th of uh, 2022, the Florida Department of Education instituted... Um, this, you know, don't make our students feel uncomfortable 
practices. And it's tough being a teacher in the, uh, in Florida. And they're starting to recruit veterans. We, you know, I'm all in favor of veterans. My God, I'm a veteran. Um, but teaching is a harder profession than the typical MAGA-head, stupid-ass Republican thinks. They just think it's all about getting up in front of the class and mouthing off liberal platitudes. Well, it's not. It, you have to actually plan. That's something that's a, a foreign concept to most MAGA heads. Okay. Uh, however, a judge has uh, on uh, the 17th of this month, I was, uh, what is that, a week ago? Yeah. A week ago, uh, blocks enforcement of the Stop Woke Act restrictions on companies. Just, uh, they, this bill included companies, so uh, not it's not just teachers that are affected by this. It's the um, human relations um, arm of uh, companies and corporations that just want to I don't know, encourage their employees to be uh, accepting and non-judgmental. Uh, in other words, woke. I, I encourage everybody that I know to be woke. All right, I went into the origin of uh, that four-letter term, woke, Oh, boy, it's been about a year now, but it or originated with the uh, uh, black folk singer Lead Belly. Um, anyway, I'm not going to go into all of that again, but uh, maybe it's time to devote a five or ten minute segment on the next show to uh, wokeness. And I have an article in here about Republicans uh, relying on woke. Uh, becoming a pejorative term. Well, as far as I'm concerned, woke is a good term because it shows that you're compassionate, accepting, you're not a bully. You know, those are the very things that uh, Republicans are. Anyway, okay. Um, for for the time being, uh, the court down in federal court down in Florida has blocked the implementation of the Stop Woke Act. Mm. I need a sip. sip. This is uh, grape juice, by the way. It's not coffee. Okay. Staff and doctors at Boston Children's Hospital have been receiving death threats and hate mail from far-right extremists. That, that's just how Republicans roll nowadays. I'm sorry to say. Okay, uh, why? Why them? Because of false claims by Brooklyn real estate agent Chaya Rychik. And I'll spell that for you. Capital C-H-A-Y-A capital R-A-I-C-H-I-K. Um, 
I didn't uh, Google her personally. Uh, that's one of the things that I meant to do for this broadcast. But uh, uh, it says, um, the article that I got this from says she's a real estate agent in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, that uh, Okay, her claim is that Boston Children's Hospital is now offering gender-affirming hysterectomies for young girls. Well, they aren't. It's a complete lie. Um, she posts on, okay, this is the website, Libs of TikTok. She's a proud MAGA head. Uh, Utah Representative uh, Kara Birkeland, uh, she's a Republican from Morgan. I don't know where that is in Utah, but uh, um, her claim, uh, bad, okay, Utah bad parent news. Ooh, parents of a girl who finished second in, okay, now the article that I got this from, they refused to, of course, name the girl. They refused to name the sport that it was. I would imagine that it's track and field, uh, something like that, because she uh, won it individually. But anyway, um, parents of a girl who finished second in some sport filed a complaint uh, saying the first place winner, okay, this is a quote, wasn't feminine enough, and they challenged her gender. Okay, um, and asked that the winner be checked out for being a trans female. Well, the Utah um, education outfit, I don't know what they're actually called, but they're head of the education in Utah, did that for these parents. They checked out this girl all the way back to kindergarten. And she has always been a girl. And uh, let's see, Utah uh, House Bill Number 11 is uh, one of these ridiculous laws that disallow trans females from competing in sports. Now, I'm going to have to look up that uh, Utah House Bill number 11 to see what the ages are that this bill applies to. A lot of these hate-filled anti-trans bills that Republicans are always passing say usually say kindergarten through high school. Well, as I've said before on this show many times, up through age 12, give or take, it really doesn't matter. Uh, boys and girls can compete uh, in the same sports. Um, and boys around that age uh, do not have a physical advantage over girls. Okay. But there's some... Our daughter finished second, and that girl who finished first looks like she's kind of masculine. Check her out. 
Republicans foster this kind of hate. Okay, uh, I got to take another sip and get rid of some of this bad news reporting out of my system. I really don't like to uh, be constantly bombarding my thousands and thousands of listeners out there with all this bad news. You know, it would be so nice if Republicans just disappeared off the face of the earth and uh, it would be a paradise. Sip of my grape juice. Okay, good news, good news, good news. Sort of. Uh, on Wednesday, um, August 19th, the Williams Institute, which is a uh, part of uh, UCLA down in L.A., um, they, they, their specialty is, is studying uh, sex, gender, sexuality, and things of that nature. Okay, what'd they do? The Williams Institute and other scholars filed an amicus curiae, which means friend of the court, um, brief with the U.S. Supreme Court in this case, and it's 303 Creative LLC. That means Limited Liability Corporation versus Elenis, capital E-L-E-N-I-S. Okay, the question this court is trying to decide is, does the First Amendment allow a designer of wedding websites to refuse to serve same-sex couples in violation of Colorado's non-discrimination law? If you're a business owner, for anything, uh, you are open for business to the public. And, uh, uh, well, it'll be interesting to see how this um, Supreme Court comes down on it. I'm kind of afraid that they're going to side with Christians. Um, the First Amendment includes the freedom of religion. Well, we all know what Christians uh, interpret that to mean. Freedom of religion is freedom to worship the, their idea of a Christian God. Uh, and, uh, well, okay. I didn't fill out my arguments about that, but um, really, when you hear MAGA heads scream about uh, religious freedom, what they really mean is the freedom to um, be evangelical Christians. Okay. Uh, hmm. oh, okay. Oh, I know what I mean. You know, on my notes here, all I've written was uh, California... Senate Bill 731, and it's by Maria Elena Durazo, who is a Democrat from the L.A. area, and Stephen Bradford, who is a Democrat from the L.A. area. And I didn't read anything 
or I didn't write anything under that. And I, it just dawned on me that um, California Senate Bill 731 uh, is a bill to uh, seal the uh, the crime records of uh, uh, inmates so they can have a chance to, you know, start life over again or, you know, have a chance on getting a decent job without being, um, you know, punished for the rest of their lives for it. Okay, and uh, let me just, let me take a minute here. Okay, here it is. Uh, bill to seal felony convictions of most ex-felons after four years passes the Senate. Now, uh, it doesn't apply if um, the, the, the felon is required to register as a sex offender. Okay. A bill to create a new way to seal felony convictions and arrest records of formerly incarcerated Californians was passed by the Senate on Thursday. Now, what are we talking about here? Uh, this article is August 19th. Well, it must have been Thursday the 18th. Okay. Senate Bill 731 jointly authored... Elena Durazo, Stephen Bradford, would make felony conviction and arrest records sealable, uh, sealable for any defendant, but only after certain circumstances. Under the bill, those who have been convicted of felonies, as long as those convictions don't require registration as a sex offender, would have records more than five years old sealed as long as no other crimes have been committed during that time. In addition to the record being sealed, those now sealed crimes could not be used to deny a credential. I assume they mean teaching credentials here. If passed, uh, Senate Bill 731 would come to into effect in July of 2023. In addition, record sealing would only occur after the defendant appears to have completed all terms of incarceration, probation, mandatory supervision, post-release community supervision, and parole and a period of four years has elapsed during which the defendant was not convicted of a new felony offense except as specified. The bill would specify that conviction record relief does not release the defendant from the terms and conditions of unexpired criminal protective orders. Okay, enough of that. That's, you know, I'm all in favor of that. I'm all in favor of second chances. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, good news. Good news. Good news. Uh, time check. Okay. We've got about, taken up about a half an hour so far with all my blathering and fulminating.
Okay, good news. Prime Minister Lee Hsien Leong of Singapore said Sunday that the British colonial law, colonial era law, against homosexuality will be repealed. His quote, quote, there's no justification to uh, prosecute people for it, nor to make gay sex a crime, but the country will still define marriage as between a man and a woman. Uh, incidentally, um, I read another article somewhere else that I didn't write down after I wrote this down, but it does not apply to women. So woman-on-woman sex, in other words, lesbian sex, apparently is still a criminal offense. This article that I wrote, that I read, that I read, uh, after I wrote this, uh, specified man-on-man sex was no longer a punishable offense. And it specifically said the law did not apply to women. <sighs> okay. Horrible news. Michigan GOP governor candidate Tudor Dixon, she uh, spells her name, capital T-U-D-O-R, Dixon, says that young rape victims that are impregnated should carry their fetuses to term because it will help the young rape victim heal, quote-unquote. During a discussion of a pending referendum on abortion in Michigan, Dixon said that if it passes, it would, quote, cre- you know, if it passes, meaning uh, abortions would still be okay in mission. This is kind of similar to uh, what happened in Kansas. Okay. If this, uh, if this, pending referendum uh, passes and abortion is okay in Michigan, Dixon, Tudor Dixon, said that if it passes, it would, quote, create a safe haven for any type of predator out there. And, quote, if you're a predator, there's nothing you like more than abortion. What? That just, well, it makes no sense. Um, anyway, uh, Tudor Dixon's word salad has been brought to you by MAGA Head Central. Mm. Okay, uh, good news, good news. Dr. Anthony Fauci is retiring in December. He's been the head of the National Institute for of Allergies and Infectious Diseases since 1984 and has served under seven presidents, you know, Democrats and Republicans. House MAGA head GOPers said his, his retirement won't stop them from 
investigating him next year should they gain control of the house. That is yet another reason to vote out all Republicans, all candidates that have an R next to their name. Vote for anybody else except for them. Okay. Good news. This Wednesday, 824, and that's tomorrow. I'm recording this on the 23rd. Uh, Wednesday, 824, is Ukraine Independence Day. The Russian invasion began exactly six months ago. May the brave uh, Ukrainian armed forces drive Russians out of their country. Um, it is getting to be a bit dangerous over there, what with the military of both countries fighting around this largest nuclear generating, uh, nuclear electricity generating plant in all of Europe. It happens to be in Ukraine. Okay, let's hope they're somewhat careful around it. Okay. Okay. A warning for all Californians. We're not out of the woods here. The MAGA heads are coming. The MAGA heads are coming. Run. It's Republicans. Conservatives are targeting school districts in Southern California so far, but they'll come up here. Um, they are running candidates for school boards that favor, you know what they favor, banning critical race theory, as if these stupid MAGA heads even understand what it is. Eleven school districts, mainly in Riverside and Orange Counties down in the L.A. area, are being infiltrated by conservatives, conservative school board candidates, or are trying to recall non-MAGA-head members of school boards. Uh, our schools are the coming battlefield between the MAGA heads and normal people. Okay, uh, a Chino Valley School District board member in introduced uh, a resolution that would bar transgender students from using the restrooms and locker rooms corresponding to their gender identity. It failed on a three to two vote. That's cutting it close. In Riverside County, a conservative pastor, Tim Thompson of the 412 Church Murrieta, and, and I apologize for not Googling that to see what exactly they're all about. Well, they're a church of the Southern California MAGA heads. Okay. Tim Thompson of 412 Church Murrieta. I don't know. Is Murrieta 
some unknown Christian saint, or is it uh, the name of a town? I, I don't know. Has uh, referred pub referred to public schools as are you ready for this? Satan's playground. Hmm. And he says that schools create an environment that reduces the um, value of family and very clearly seeks to usurp the authority of parents in their children's lives. He would fit right in in Tennessee or down at DeSantis land. Leandra Blades, capital B-L-A-D-E-S, of Yorba Linda, won a school board seat on a platform to ban CRT. She was at the January 6th insurrection. Uh, she's not been charged with entering the uh, Capitol building, but uh, she was there soaking up the bile and hatred that the orange sociopathic bloat bag was spewing out. Okay. Um, Leandra Blades. There's a, a picture of her in, uh, in the uh, newspaper that I got this uh, information from. She bears a striking resemblance to uh, Betsy DeVos, that other creep. Okay, they're both creeps. All right. Good news. Whew. Okay, good news. Abigail Lee, a junior this year at Yorba Linda High School, helped found a district-wide chapter of Diversify Our Narrative. Now, I told you about this organization uh, at the start of the show, but uh, Abigail Lee at Yorba Linda High is uh, uh, creating a chapter of this organization. Okay, Diversify Our Narrative, an organization that advocates for racial equality in education. Her first big project was to have every language arts, meaning English, uh, course uh, include an author of color in its reading list or on its reading list. Okay, this is a bit of bad news. A fundraiser at a restaurant for the, uh, for the chapter that she organized a fundraiser for the group was canceled. Why do you think they, this restaurant owner canceled it? Uh, because of MAGA head threats? Mm. Okay. Uh, uh, this guy, I, I just saw a posting of him. Uh, J. Warren Welch. W-E-L-C-H, he says, quote, Can we please stop pretending to be shocked at the evangelical embrace of totalitarianism? Uh, 
their entire world view. Ooh, God, I'm sorry. Let me start this over again. Uh, Jay Warren Welch says, can we please stop pretending to be shocked at the evangelical embrace of totalitarianism? Their entire worldview is, quote, obey me or burn in hell. That's the God that evangelicals worship. What the uh, F-U-C-K, did you think their politics were going to be? Mm. God is the, uh, uh, that they believe in. Uh, I don't. Um, their God is the biggest totalitarian dictator in existence. All right. Who? A new climate science degree program at Iowa State is getting pushback. Oh, man, um, it's from uh, it's from Nancy Boetger. Okay, I'll spell her name. Capital B O E T T G E R. And she is a member of the Iowa Board of Regents which governs Iowa's university system. And uh, this is a quote from her. Climate change is a very politically charged topic. Well, duh. I wonder who made it that way. Uh, Bocher said she is chairwoman of the Academic Affairs Committee. And this is another quote from her. My concern is with freedom of speech. You're hiding behind freedom of speech. Uh, my main concern is that we go the extra mile to protect freedom of speech or opinions that differ on this politically charged topic. Hmm. <sighs> She said that during her time in the Iowa State Senate, uh, I saw a picture of her on online, and um, you know she looks to be about mid sixties, seventy maybe. Uh, she said that during her time in the Iowa State Senate, she received materials and books from the Heartland Institute a Chicago-based right-wing think tank funded by the oil, gas, and coal industries. Bocher will give her um, heartland materials uh, to Iowa to, quote, inform their curriculum. She conceded that she had not studied the materials there's no reason to study them. You know what they're going to say if they're from the Heartland Institute. Fake news. Flawed, de flawed designs in their research. They don't know anything about anything. It's just a bunch of scientists that are saying that uh, CO2 is increasing in the atmosphere and making the atmosphere warmer and we can't risk profits of the 
oil and gas industries. Mm. Okay. Um, then it's uh, the Heartland Institute is one of these um, outfits that was uh, set up by uh, the oil and gas industries. Uh, I uh, I have said before, and I did a segment on it about three or four years ago, that Exxon's own scientists warned the the CEO and CFO and all the other execs of Exxon that, gee, if we burn all this gas and oil that we're sucking up out of the earth, uh, it gives off carbon dioxide. And the more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, the warmer it gets. And uh, um, at about that time, that's when the companies like Exxon and Mobil and Shell and Aramco and Chevron decided to set up these quote-unquote think tanks hmm, to mainly to confuse the public, you know, just like the uh, tobacco companies did, you know, back in the 50s and 60s. Hmm. Okay, Glenn Branch, um, he is the deputy director of the National Center for Science Education. Now, they're just over across the bay in Berkeley. Um, I'm having a brain freeze on the lady that founded the National Center for Science Education. She's uh, She attends all these uh, skeptic conferences. I, I met her. I had lunch with her uh, about four years ago, five years ago. Um, damn. I hate these brain freezes. Anyway, uh, they're over in Berkeley, and this is what Glenn Branch writes. Quote, Iowa is already experiencing the effects of climate change. As the Iowa Department of National Resources explains, increased precipitation, higher temperatures, agricultural challenges, and habitat changes. In helping to, this is a Glenn Branch writing um, in response to the Iowa Department of Natural Resources, in helping to prepare Iowa's students for the challenges of the warming world they will inhabit, it is imperative that Iowa State and Iowans in general rely on real rather than fake experts. Uh, he was um, referring to the Heritage Foundation, non-scientists, non-experts, probably all MAGA heads up there. Okay, um, good news, good news. San Francisco Board of Education has passed a resolution to recognize two Muslim holidays, Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha, in the official academic calendar. Of course, MAGA heads, and fortunately we don't have many in the Bay Area, 
but that doesn't stop them from throwing hissy fits and uh, emailing their death threats and uh, hate mail. Uh, MAGA heads are throwing a hissy fit and posting death threats and hate mail to the board members. Okay, now, uh, you all know what my feelings are about religion. Okay, which includes the Islamic religion. Well, if we're going to have religious holidays for one religion, and here I'm talking about Christmas, um, I don't think schools call it the Easter break now. I think it's they call it spring break, but it's always around Easter. And I'm not necessarily in favor of um, kids in schools taking an extra day off for Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha, but if we're going to um, recognize and celebrate the diversity of students that there are in San Francisco, well, we've got to include that. Uh, Tamaga head cult followers of the orange sociopathic bloat bag and other GOPers, freedom of religion means freedom to push evangelical Christianity down our throats. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. So that was the uh, meat of the program. Um, all right. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Republicans are crusading against woke. Well, I've told you that on a number of shows. Republicans looking to dent President Joe Biden and win back Congress uh, this coming November, in part by rousing a voting base uh, animated by culture war issues, have increasingly settled on a single word to describe what they stand against, and that is woke. I'm woke, and I'm proudly woke. Um, the orange sociopathic bloat bag uh, in a recent interview with Fox News uh, said the Biden administration is destroying, this is a quote, destroying the country with woke. Just doesn't make a lot of sense, but it makes sense to MAGA heads. Uh, the word has appeared in dozens of Republican speeches and other statements of late. Republicans said it is less a coordinated messaging push and more of an instinctive sense that the label would work as shorthand to denigrate a progressive worldview. I have a progressive worldview. It's more than progressive. It's quite lefty radical. And it's a word they're hearing from their voters, too. 
Well, that's a, a chicken and egg thing. I mean, would would their voters even know about woke if these MAGA head politicians weren't going around using it in their speeches? They've been instructed to use that term um, by their handlers, their right-wing handlers from these think tanks. Um, Republican politicians just can't think for themselves. Okay. Uh, it's a word they're hearing from their voters, too, as it buzzes around conservative media. Yet lawmakers and operatives who spoke to NBC News varied in how they define the idea, uh, while others said they don't know much about wokeness at all. And this is a quote. I guess it's just instinctual, like you know it when you see it, a Republican Senate aide said of what is meant when something is deemed to be woke, adding, it's more talking about a particular worldview of racial, social hierarchies, and social leveling, and things like that. If you're using it the right way, it does have a distinct meaning, but there is also obviously a tendency to just call any and everything woke when it might mean liberal, and those don't exactly mean the same thing. The aide um, added that anti-woke messaging is everywhere now because it kind of works to say it. And I don't think people maybe exactly know why this person said. It's just like you see something working and you're just going to keep going with it. Hmm. Woke which has a long history in black culture, and I've told my listeners about this, with Lead Belly is where it's uh, kind of started. I don't think he invented that term right on the spot when he was being interviewed by a journalist after he uh, introduced his, um, his folk song, The Scottsboro Boys, and I think it was back in 1938. Okay, anyway, Woke, which has a long history in black culture, was propelled into the mainstream in 2014 by activists protesting after Michael Brown, a black teenager, was shot, of course, shot and killed by police in Ferguson, Missouri. Stay Woke was a warning to be vigilant as Black Lives Matter protests were met with considerable police force. That was an understatement. It evolved to encapsulate a broader social justice mantra. To be woke is now defined as to be cognizant of racial and social injustices. Hmm. Senator uh, Marco Rubio, or as Trump said, little Marco, a Republican of Florida, 
has been at the forefront of anti-wokeness messaging in response to the corporate backlash over voting laws, or should I say voter suppression laws. He has blasted woke corporate virtue signaling. Yes, it is virtuous to encourage people to vote. Okay. And in a recent uh, New York Post op-ed, Marco Rubio criticized woke talking points, woke progressive craziness, woke cultural issues that tear at our national fabric, and, quote, woke toxic nonsense. All right. Um, To me, woke is being accepting, understanding, encouraging of everybody to be their fulfilled selves. Uh, Of course, non-bullying goes along with all of that. And I've said before that if uh, liberal, progressive teachers groom their students to be accepting and uh, non-bullying, none of them would ever grow up to be Republicans. Mm. Okay, I got to play my out music. Here we go. You have been listening to The Midnight Skeptic on KPCA LP, Petaluma, California. And we're at 103.3 on the FM dial and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. Support community radio at patreon.com slash Petaluma community access. And remember, think critically, think logically, but live joyously and most importantly, pet your cats. Yeah, if my listeners out there uh, are sitting uh, on a couple of extra bucks, uh, go to Patreon and make a contribution uh, to uh, Petaluma Community Access. Uh, It won't go to me, um, but uh, it'll go to the operations of Petaluma Community Access. So there's your opportunity. Okay, uh, until next week, and uh, by that time, we'll be into September, okay? Take care, everybody.